Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. I feel like in our last uh, division of scenes, you ended up getting more than me. So I'm feeling like I should take one of your scenes. I don't think so. Because the first scene is very short. It's like less than a page. So I think we're fine. Okay. Because most of mine are short you only want to be in a drug trip for so long well this is true (laughs) hi and welcome to happier in hollywood the podcast about how to be happier healthier saner more creative more successful and more productive in a backbiting superficial chaotic unpredictable fundamentally insane world I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about our plan to finish the first draft of our novel by the end of the year. We've made a slight adjustment to the plan. Yes, Then we've got a friendship take a hike, and I have a confession to make in our hits and bombs segment. And I have a hit for a listener. Then we have an email Hollywood hack, and Liz has a miniseries recommendation. Yes, got a good one, Sarah. Okay, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk Sub, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches, This week, it's finishing the first draft of our novel. So we have talked at length, Sarah, about how we are writing a novel together, an adult female-centered thriller. We had pledged on the podcast to have a draft done, I think we said by Christmas. Yes. Actually, not even the end of the year. We said by Christmas. Yeah, okay. By Christmas. I like it. And we've made a lot of progress. Making that pledge had the desired effect, which lit lit a fire fire. under us. Yes. (laughs) And we started moving forward. So that was amazing. But we are adjusting our goals slightly to relieve some of our anxiety because we did start developing a lot of anxiety. Yes, you called me last week and you said, so I've had a thought. My thought is, should we not actually finish all of the writing of the book by Christmas, but finish act two, which is really the bulk of the book because act three is much shorter. Finish act two and then just break act three. 
of the book because so much has changed. I mean, every time we reconvene to talk about what we've written, we have all these ideas and shift things. So it it just doesn't even make sense to really fully write the end yet. Yes, we're going to call that our first draft. For us, that's going to be our first draft. And Sarah, because I do think this is going to be the first of many books that we write, Um, Maybe that's just our first draft. Our first draft of any book is writing, getting two-thirds written, and then breaking the last third, and that's our first draft. Because we know when we go back and start rewriting, again, so much is going to change. Yes, but like big things have changed in terms of who knows what, when. uh, It's really too much to keep track of for that third act. It's like, wait, when did this person, you know, we really have to go through and actually rewrite it with all of these changes. So I was like, I mean, I think that's such a good idea. And it really did take my blood pressure down several degrees. I'm like, okay, that we can totally do. Yes, because I was starting to feel like I couldn't enjoy any free time. I was like, all Thanksgiving, I I was like, oh my God, I can't believe Thanksgiving is going to happen and I'm not going to be able to write and I have to go to the store and I was so stressed. And then it was like, okay, this is manageable. Also, what's nice is we write Individually, obviously, we go off and write our scenes, but the breaking part we do together. So then it's just nice, okay, we'll work on that together, and that feels very manageable and fun, and I'm positive we can finish this goal by Christmas, not even the end of the year, by Christmas. I mean, and then we'll start the rewriting process. That's obviously going to be a huge undertaking, although... Rewriting, no matter how big it is, is always easier and more fun than writing. I don't know why, but it really, truly is. It's so true. So here's what I think we should do, Liz. Okay. We should finish the part that we're writing now. Yeah. And then we should get together and exchange Christmas presents and break Act 3. Ah, I love that idea. Right? right. Maybe with Benny Hanna, although the last time we said we were going to work at Benny Hanna, we Uh, didn't work at all. (laughs) I know. We just chatted. Yeah. I love that idea. Or, you know, maybe I come to Ojai and we take a hike, (gasps) we exchange gifts, or maybe we... I come to Ojai, we take a hike and discuss Act 3. Okay, yes, I'm with you. And then we write up what we need to write up, and then we exchange gifts and have lunch. I like it. Okay. It's a plan. The Duchess is our new spot. I was going to say, I'm (laughs) thinking the Duchess. I'm thinking we'll go to the Duchess. I'm not sure it's healthier than Mediana, but (laughs) we will have gone on a hike. Yes, we will take another hike. Uh, love to take a nice hike in Ojai, and now it's cool enough yes. to do so. It makes a big difference. All right, well, we have our plan. And speaking of hikes, Liz, next up we have a friendship take a hike, but first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Factor's 
fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Okay, Liz, it's time for our Take a Hike segment where we talk about physical, mental, and spiritual health. This time, I would say it's, it's a mental health Take a Hike, and it comes to us from Laura Birick, who is helping us with our website. Bless her. (laughs) She sent an email about the website and said, hey, you you should look at this. This might be a good take a hike. And we're like, yes, this actually is a great take a hike. Yeah. So she sent us a TikTok post from someone called Queer Quarterback about calling a 90-day dinner. Explain what this is. I love this idea. So basically, if something bad happens, if you have a breakup or a job issue or a kid issue or whatever is going on in your life, something bad happens, and you know it's going to be something that is going to take a while to resolve. It's like this is not something that you're going to be fine about tomorrow, something that really is going to have an impact on you. You text your friends and you say, I'm calling a 90-day. And then in 90 days, everyone puts it on their calendar in 90 days, you have dinner. And so it gives you this like time frame of going, okay, within these 90 days, how I feel about this is going to change. I may not be over it, but I'll at least feel differently about it. And Liz, it reminds me of our thing of like, this will be over by dinner. Yes, done by dinner. It really helps, yes. Yes, when we, especially when we um, were starting out and we would have pitches or a meeting, let's say, that we were very nervous about, we would tell each other this will be done by dinner. And it got us through so many terrifying times. I especially remember, Sarah, when we were pitching Women's Murder Club, which was yes. the, ended up getting on the air. It was the first show we ever pitched. It was based on a book by James Patterson. And we were pitching to the president of ABC at the time, and it was our first pitch. 
And we just kept telling each other, we'll be done by dinner, done by dinner. I mean, <laughs> we were sick with nerves. Yes. And then we were <laughs> done by dinner, and we sold it, and it ended up getting on the air. Although our nerves were notable, apparently, to the head of ABC. Yes. Our agent said, how'd they do? And he said, they were nervous. So didn't love that. No. <laughs> but, you know, of course we were nervous. But, yeah, this idea that this too shall pass, but it's yeah. putting a time on it. And when it is so hard for people to get together, for some reason it seems harder and harder to gather a group of people. I think maybe partly it's because after the pandemic, people just aren't in the habit of getting together as much, and it's just mm -hmm. harder to actually pry people from their homes. <laughs> but 90 days is doable. In 90 days, most of us don't have a Friday night plan. So you can do this. Yes. And I think also it reminds you during those 90 days that like your friends are there to support yes. you in whatever this bad thing is that's going on in your life and that you'll be able to count on them and touch base with them and they care, which itself I think is kind of a psychological buoy. Oh, absolutely. And it lets them know you're dealing with something. So therefore yeah. they can maybe be alerted, hey, I should check in on this person. Um, who called a 90-day dinner because I know they're going through something. And by the way, it doesn't even have to be something quote-unquote bad. It could be you're studying for the bar exam or the LSATs or you're right. selling your house or you're, I mean, it could be something exciting and good. It's just that it's something you have to get through that adds stress and anxiety. Yes. So, that is our take a hike. Call a 90 day. Liz, I hope that I don't have to call a 90 day anytime soon because I feel like the last like three years of my life would have just been me texting well, every I, day going like 90 day. I need a 90 day. I, I was going to say, I so wish that yeah. we had done this when you moved to Ohio. I know. We should have called a 90 day right then <laughs> and there. Oh, if only we'd known. I know. But now we have this in our toolkit. So yes. I have no doubt we will be using it both for individual reasons and for like a team career reason. Absolutely. For instance, if we were to make a pilot, and that is so big, I could see us calling a 90-day dinner. Yes. To say, okay, when this is done and edited, <sighs> we will have dinner with friends and we yes. will enjoy that. I love it. And we will process what has taken place. And I would just like anyone who has a big move coming up in your life, call the 90-day now. Just do it now. <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs> yes. It is so true. We we needed this three years ago, Sarah. Yeah. But, you know, the better that we have it now. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, um, Laura, for bringing that to our attention. Great idea from Queer Quarterback on TikTok. Okay, Sarah, it is time for Hits and Bombs because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs. Should we start with our hit or our bomb? Oh, let's start with our hit. Okay. Because I'm excited about this hit. One of my 24 for 24 things, which is a list that you and Gretchen do and you talk about on Happier with Gretchen Rubin, every year people make lists of 
things based on the year. So 23 for 23, 22 for 22. This is uh, 24 for 24. So one of the things on my list is to learn to like making salads. Mm. And one of our listeners has been like tutoring me. So I just want to give a huge shout out and big hit to Melissa. She's an editor. She's a feature editor. And she literally has been sending me pictures and lists of the things that she puts in her salads. And I'm going to post on my refrigerator and the things that she stores her salads in and individual products to buy that will have. So anyway, I'm just like, this is a really big thing for me because I love eating salads and I hate making them. I just hate it. I can't stand it. There's so many just like psychological hurdles for me in making a salad for whatever reason. So Melissa is like making it seem like something I could enjoy. Well, I have a couple of questions. Yes. One is this a situation of drying lettuce? That's what I find Ugh. extremely daunting. Or are you, is she suggesting buying pre-cleaned lettuce? No, she's she's not. It's more she's um, suggesting things to put in it. And then, yes, it's the touching of lettuce, the washing and the drying. And it's just Do you have so a lettuce overwhelming. spinner? Yes. So here's the thing. I have a big salad spinner. And it's such a pain. Like, if you just want to make a salad for lunch, I don't want to deal with a giant salad Mm. spinner. You know, it's like then you have to, like, wash it. It's big. It takes up the whole dishwasher. I I just – it seems crazy that this is my hurdle, but this is my hurdle. I do not like dealing with lettuce at all. So one of the things – this is actually someone else in our Facebook group, I think, posted this. There is a small salad spinner. There's like a one-serving salad spinner. So I got it. Then you just cut the lettuce, and you barely even have to touch it. You cut it and put it in the single-serving salad spinner. And then make one serving of lettuce without having to wash the whole thing. And Ugh. and what are some ingredients that she's suggesting you put in? I'm just, I'm oddly fascinated by this. I think I, what I'm getting is I need more salad in my life as well. Okay, some of the ingredients, she, first of all, she did a whole list of different lettuces from mixed greens, radicchio, arugula, spinach, and then raw cherry tomatoes, mini cucumber, avocado, And then she steams all these things and puts them in cool. So she, like, prepares them, zucchini, cauliflower, broccoli. I really like rice in salad, so that's something I would put in. Of course, you can do nuts. She said prepared foods, hummus, hearts of palm. I love hearts of palm. Roasted and cooled would be, like, Brussels sprouts, zucchini. So what part of what I love about this is, oh, right, I can just put stuff that I made for dinner into the salad, and I don't have to make a whole thing thing of it. And then different beans, although I actually don't like beans in salad. And pr- I mean, she was so helpful. She even sent me like mixes for salad dressings. She uses rice vinegar, which I don't think I've ever used rice vinegar. All right. It's a game changer for me. Anyway, so this is my big, big hit for Melissa. Okay. That's a, and I, you know, a deep dive on salad is not something I would have <laughs> thought I'd ever do, but you know, know, I'm trying to pay more attention to my health. So yep. thank you for that, Sarah. <laughs> Okay, and thank you, Melissa. Well, my bomb, Sarah, is for myself because I have only made it to page 47 of Outlive <laughs> by Dr. Peter Adia. So um, we mentioned a few weeks ago, several weeks now, that you and our, our friend Corrine and I 
had planned for a pop-up book club to discuss this book, Outlive, which is about health span versus lifespan. So it's all about how can we live healthier longer rather than just make it to a ripe old age. You want to make it to that age in a healthy way so you can enjoy life. And it's a really interesting book. It's easy to read, and yet I've only made it to page 47. Kareen has been done for weeks. <laughs> I think you've been done for weeks at No, this I'm point. only, I'm a little more than halfway through. Okay, so I'm you're still reading. 60 or something, yeah. Okay, so a part of it, I think, is I bought the book and I want to read it, but as I've mentioned, I'm having trouble with my stamina of reading versus listening. So I probably mm. should have bought the Audible. But with a book about health, I feel like I want to be able to look back at it and, and, right, and, and write take things notes in it. and underline. Yeah. So it goes to my reading stamina versus my listening stamina. So I'm hoping that by stating this as a bomb. And admitting to everyone that I've only made it to page 47 (laughs) in our book club selection, (sighs) that I will finish it. And by the way, Sarah, I noticed people in our Facebook group were asking if we were going to do a book club segment on the show, um, which I think we should do once we've finished. So we will be doing that, and maybe that'll help motivate me. To make some progress. Yes, because I was going to bring that up. I saw that post. I was so happy that other people are reading the book, but several people has said that they were listening to it. So you maybe should think about it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should need to have the option to read and listen, and then I'll, yeah. I'm sure I'll get through it faster. Absolutely. And then just keep a pen. Keep a pen and a notebook with you so you can write down any, you know, gems that you want to remember. Oh, that's a good idea. I could even write them in the hard copy yeah. of the book that I have. Did you yes. listen or read? I'm reading with my eyeballs. Okay, you're reading. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll report back, but I got to uh, get going on that because Kareen's going to forget what was in the book if we wait too long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, coming up, Sarah has a hack that's going to make your inbox a little easier to manage. But first, this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is go on an unsubscribe spree. I have been doing this for the last two weeks, and the fact that my spree is lasting this long tells you how many junk emails I get. It's such a relief because it's, first of all, it's starting to actually, I'm starting to see a real difference in my inbox. Like in the morning, I don't just go like, oh my God, I can't stand this 4,000 emails that I'm not interested in that I have to delete now. It's really worth those few seconds, or in my case, minutes every day to go through 
and unsubscribe to all of these emails. And this is actually a really good time of year to do it because we're all getting so many emails because everybody is having a sale and they want you to buy stuff or they want you to make a contribution to various politicians and organizations, all of which is a wonderful thing to do. So maybe if that email reminds you to do that, make the donation, then unsubscribe. You'll remember again next year. Like, I have been just going nuts unsubscribing. You've inspired me to start unsubscribing as well. I don't know if I would call it a spree, but it's, I have been spending some time unsubscribing. The issue I have is I feel like whenever I unsubscribe to stuff, a bunch of other things pop up. And I don't know if that's just my impression or if something gets triggered, but I'm very suspicious of unsubscribing, but you've inspired me because you said it's actually working. Well, here's what I think that is, Liz. There's every company has multiple email lists. So you will be unsubscribing from their marketing email. Then you'll be unsubscribing from this particular sale email. Then you'll be unsubscribing from an informational email that they've made it very difficult to really unsubscribe, which is why you have to just keep doing it over and over and over and over again, because every time you're unsubscribing from a different kind of faction of their email list, which is so frustrating. And I think you're noticing it because you're like, I just unsubscribed from this. Whereas if you hadn't just unsubscribed, you probably wouldn't be aware that you're getting yet another email from Plow and Hearth, you know? Yes. And I mean, Sarah, I have to do this because it has gotten to the point, and like you said, it's this time of year where I miss actual emails, like from my sister or from Diane, our manager, Because they're buried in so many junk emails, I don't get my actual emails. It's very frustrating. So it's worth doing. I contend it is worth doing. Okay, we're going on our end-of-the-year unsubscribe spree, which is probably like an unsubscribe marathon, really. (laughs) That's true. The sprint turned into a marathon, because, and it's something we'll have to do for the rest of time. I have no doubt. True indeed. Okay, Liz, you have a recommendation this week? Yes. So every week we recommend something, TV show, movie, book, podcast, whatever we like. And I am recommending... The miniseries Candy, starring Jessica Biel and Melanie Linsky, which is on Hulu. So let me explain. It is based on the real-life story of Candy Montgomery, who murdered uh, the wife of her former lover. I am not spoiling anything by telling you this. (laughs) So everybody may remember that a while back, I recommended another miniseries, which was about the same exact subject, about Candy Montgomery murdering the wife of her lover, because it is based on a real story. And that was called Love and Death on Max, and it starred Elizabeth Olsen. And then on our retreat, one of our attendees, Wendy, said, you have to watch Candy. It's so great. She had seen both. She said, I think you'll love it. So I took her advice. I watched it. Of course, I binged, as I always do. And both versions are really good. I really like both. But it's just fun to see how someone takes the same material and does it in a different way. There were, you know, similarities and differences to both. Both had really great casts, which made it enjoyable. Well, anything with Melanie Linsky is amazing. She's like the most incredible actor. Yes. Melanie Linsky is so talented, and Jessica Biel is great in this. 
And so I just recommend, especially if you did watch Love and Death, you might then really enjoy going and watching Candy. Of course, I do think the title Candy is a better title than Love and Death. Yes, yes. Because, you know, we love words that are evocative, and Candy is so evocative as a name and as a word. Yes, and Love and Death could be like any of a bazillion stories. Exactly. It could be about anything. So that's it. It's on Hulu. I highly recommend it. Let me know if you watch it, if you enjoy it. Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com or pipe in on the Facebook group and let us know what you think of candy. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin and Side Hustle School. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram and threads at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. So, Sarah, I know you ended up making pie on Thanksgiving. What kind of pie? I must know. Well, I had ordered a key lime pie from the Duchess, so Mm. that was incredible. And then we made a pumpkin pie. Violet made the pumpkin pie all by herself, and then I made a sweet potato pie. It was like the day of pies. So good. Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever had sweet potato pie. Oh, they're amazing. Better than pumpkin, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not a pumpkin pie person. I like chocolate pies. Oh, chocolate pecan. That's what I'm doing for Christmas. Mm. From the Onward Project.